it's called opens are getting pretty long. Like it's taking a long time between when it starts and when we actually do the cold open, or as in it takes a long time between when the cold open starts and when we finally get around to the fucking episode. Yeah, the second one. Anyways, everyone, welcome to Original Podcast Do Not Steal, a podcast <laughs> where in every week, Amber Autumn and I talk about your favorite intellectual properties, medias, hopes, dreams, ideas. I've been giving this spiel to my family this whole weekend. How many of you are actually listening? My bet is none of you. And we fart around in that space for about 45 minutes to an hour. And then at the end, we make an original character together. Come Bradley. Ooh, ah, wow. Collaborative storytelling experiences. And today, it's Amber's episode. So Amber gets to give a question to form a parasocial relationship with us. So you give me money. That's Mm. right. Daddy, Um, love money. We're not doing the daddy episode anymore. And also, as I said in that episode, uh, I do not think of you as a daddy. Um, and I do say it to you every day. Um, uh, so uh, here's my question for you. is What is the uh, best theatrical movie experience you've ever had? Ooh. I feel like yours is going to be Force Awakens, right? I always, I always fucking forget that I'm supposed to come up with an answer to the question when I ask you. <laughs> I forget every fucking time. Now I have to, like, think, what is... Shit, I've done... Uh, shit, I've had a lot of them. Fuck. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, there's, 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 like, there's different ways this place can go because I, I'm i never going to forget the first time I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2 in theaters, but I had such a fun time seeing spider-man no way home because that theater gave me the excuse to treat a movie like a wrestling event and that's so much more fun like giving the freedom to yell when i want to yell is great that's the thing i really cherish Uh, as opposed to trying to contain my sobs so they are not audible because i'm in a crowded theater where everyone else is laughing at this movie that's stabbing me in the heart no totally um, I I had a date for the Evil Dead remake, and that was fun. It was, I think that was like my first movie date, so that was nice. Wow, yeah. But yeah, I I I remember very distinctly when Matt Murdock came, and I was one, I was one of the theaters who yelled for you, Matt. You showed up, and Absolutely. we were happy. But I yelled super I... loud, and when Aunt May said with great power comes great i literally stood up as she was saying the line and i was like i'll finish it fin-. i was out of my seat so that's yeah yeah and uh, pick your pick your three listeners amber what about you shit um okay so so an important thing to understand about me is that i've seen um uh like like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of movies in theaters um i've been doing um a movie every tuesday in theaters, like a new different movie every Tuesday um, for the last eight years, minus that one year when I wasn't really allowed to. So I have like a lot to draw from. I have like, like I have I have theatrical movie going experiences where I went with an ex and then we like got up in the credits and we danced um, over the over the credits music. I have I have um, theatrical experiences where I was like in the middle of a fucking breakup and I was just like like sobbing as loudly as I fucking possibly could um uh to to um to everybody in the fucking theater I've had ones where um uh I've had I've had movie going experiences where I go alone and just like um like feel like I've had the most magical experience that I couldn't have shared with anyone um uh so I as oh, fuck shit I'm stalling for time to try to narrow it down to one it's a bummer it kind of it kind of hurts now i think that um i think my favorite is probably like like it probably is my first theatrical showing of everything everywhere all at once um uh which is a very recent one and so maybe there's some recency bias there um but like i saw it with um uh i saw it with two two women who i like both of them i was seeing at the time um and um you know since then a lot of things have changed for me and i am now hilariously single um and so it's kind of like a complicated 
feeling looking back on that but like no like in the moment like truly um like i i saw it at the alamo draft house um and i like i had been a fan of swiss army man for for years and years so um uh so i i i went into it with like really strong expectations and, and they were met and then like i got i it was on my birthday um uh that i saw that and i got out of the movie theater to a text from my dad um that he had like called me and, and and i missed his call and he was like we should we should meet up which like if you if you've seen that movie it's a hell of a text to come out of that movie too oh yeah um <laughs> uh sorry that was like that's uh that one got more maybe more real than i than i than i was intending but yeah no it was like it was a it was a really really powerful experience and 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 you know the, the, those relationships aren't in my life in the same way and it's very sad and i and like still i got to have the, that 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 experience um so um anyway who wants to talk about fucking death note um fucking yeah, well, how, fucking how goddamn very, fucking death note how, how very brave and earnest of you to share that experience with us and i appreciate that i appreciate that from you now let's uh make dick jokes and talk about nazis absolutely oh my favorite thing to do um uh so do you want to do you want to tell us what this what this podcast is about i i did that up top you did that shit you did that up top okay um uh so so this week we're gonna be talking about death note um and i mean death note in a broad sense i chose this one and i and i, and I know that like a lot of people are going to assume i mean the anime for the record i've never seen the anime i have read all of the manga i have the entire collection sitting on my shelf um uh you can't see it but you'll just have to take me on faith that i have the like um the like special black edition um it's like six volumes uh that's that's the whole thing i've read it a few times um uh, I've never, I mean, I watched the first episode of the anime and then I went, fuck this. Uh, it's too fucking over. I don't need a God choir while he's writing his thing in the potato chips. Um, I don't need it. It's stupid. It is not, it's not aiding me in the thing that I came to this franchise for. Um, wow. We have such different experiences with Death Note because I've only I know. seen the anime and I, I read the manga and I was like, this is, I need the God chorus. This is fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember that. You've told me that before. And so, yeah, no, like, like to me, the appeal of, like, reading Death Note was about, like, watching a really good chess game happen. Like, watching the interplay and the moves and the counter moves of all the pieces. Um, uh, and, and I don't know, like, I don't need God Choir music in a chess game. The chess game is the interesting thing for me. Same, um, but I like chess in the sense that I like fighting games and the art of reading your opponent. And fighting games are cool because, like, the sick combos and sick music and sick character design. So if I'm watching two people think, I go, fuck this. But if I'm watching two people think, and the cool way he fucking writes the names and he's fucking flinging the line if i could ever have a useless superpower it would be whenever i take notes to have it be filmed the way light writes people's name in the death note that's my useless superpower of choice and i love that shit so in case there's anyone in the audience who for some fucking reason isn't aware why am i saying fuck so much it's because i'm having a bad time um uh in case there's anyone in the audience who doesn't hecking know about death note for some hecking reason that's worse how very um, high school of you. Uh, <laughs> um, how very millennial of me. Um, uh, so Death Note is um, a series. It's it's a limited series with a start and an end about this dude, Light Yagami, who's a high schooler in in Japan because all anime is about high school for some reason. Um, uh, uh, and he finds like by pure random happenstance this book. And if you write someone's name in the book, um, they uh, they die. Um, they get a heart can, like, attack within, I think, it's sixty seconds. You can control. Uh, there, there's like a lot of rules to it that get like pretty elaborately laid out. Um, you can choose the manner of their death. If you don't, they get a heart attack. Um, if you just write their name, they get a heart attack. But you can write like um, uh, Devin Reese dies of um uh getting uh uh you know d dies of too many orgasms just dies from coming way too hard um 
I was going to do like a joke making fun of you for like sex things that you're into. And then I bailed on that one. And all that was left in that joke was me talking <laughs> about orgasms, which is how we ended coming. there. Which is super. And then I said it out loud and I was like, that was a weird fucking thing for me to say if you didn't follow the like chain of events in my head where I was making fun of you first. Oh, what um, a what a literal comeback. Jesus. Jesus <laughs> fucking hell. Um, uh, and, and, and so Light uses this note, um, to start, he starts killing criminals in order to become like a, like a vigilante god of death. Um, and the, and the, 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 the series is about him and his attempts to do that and get away with that. And his relationship with the like super genius detective, um, who is like trying to hunt down, um uh this 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 mysterious magical killer um uh and and kind of suspects it's light but doesn't know it's him and and they're very they're very heterosexual with each other um if anyone tells you they're not heterosexual they're lying to you don't believe them light loves misa he never has the page where he says should i kill misa right now Misa is this lady who becomes obsessed with light and she's uh she's a, a hot and sexy goth lady she's insufferable and a terrible character um but sh- but she has those outfits ah she, I don't even I can't even like do it in a face she does have those outfits um she she is an icon her aesthetics are on point all the time she is the moment I I, I like I I shouldn't love her but I do um anyway uh and then and then there's 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 two more pieces of death note media that you and i both have like you and i each have a relationship with one of them do you want to start with yours okay so my complaint with death note has always been and it's not a complaint with death note because in the in the story it works but it's a the way people react to it where it's like death note is this deep moral parable and it's it's literally not light yagami is the villain he's the main character but he's the bad man from the jump and if you miss that you're a stupid person uh, that's right but in the live action tv show not the original live action japanese movies this came out way later they said okay what if what if actually it was about light grappling with the, this uh, the moral implications and not by the end of first episode going and i will be the god of a new world as he has fucking evil red eyes and a devil chorus kicks in um and that conceit making this something that Light doesn't even necessarily want to do. Like, he legitimately feels obligation. He feels gross the first time he uses the Death Note. He tries to throw it away. There's a distinction within his mind between Light, the human being, and Kira, the person he is playing, and how he slowly loses himself to that is really interesting. I think that change... I don't want to say makes it better, but it makes that take of his Death Note this... A philosophical debate about when is it okay when when ethically when are you allowed to kill someone i think it really does take that and play with it more in a way that is earnest and earned as opposed to a chess match between a psychopath and a sherlock holmes-esque sugar baby uh that's like a very that's a very different take um it sounds like interesting yeah, I just I remember when you get to the end of the first episode and Light is so horrified with what he does, like he throws up and he tries to throw away the death note. And I was like, this is different, and I enjoy this. I, I like this version of Light with more dimension. Yeah, uh- Amber, what's the version you're familiar with? Okay, so in addition to the manga, I also am very familiar with the 2017 Netflix film Death Note. Um, uh, which was extremely controversial upon launch, especially There's amongst a fucking fans. black person! What? No! What? No black people in my anime! Oh, uh, well, there was that as well, yeah, is that they, um, uh, uh, um, is, is that they, 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 they made L black, which, um... Why uh, didn't they explain it's... why Finn is black?! How are there black stormtroopers? Oh my fucking god! Um, uh, uh, it's played by Lakeith Stanfeld, by the way. Did you go back and watch? Like, like it was like, like he wasn't as famous at the time. Um, but, but Ellis played by Lakeith Stanfeld in that movie. <laughs> fucking. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah, right. It's um, he's fun. really good. Um. 
he's got the dude's got range um uh so um uh it's controversial partly because it has black people in it and um i mean i mean it's also like like on the other end of the token um uh there was controversy about like the fact that it was like 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 is it weird that it's whitewashed like it's set in seattle now but they like like they make light white um and and they make misa mia and she's white and how do we feel about that um uh, and I actually saw like a like a reasonably compelling argument before it came out that it actually sort of made sense for Light specifically because it's a really important part of his characterization in the original story that he like he's like the son of a cop and he like sits in a lot of privilege and he actively uses that privilege regularly to like manipulate the world into believing that he's innocent even when he's like a completely evil murderer and so like whiteness might make sense for that character which like i'm neither here nor there about whether or not that would be a true take but it doesn't actually make sense in the movie that we did get because it's a very different interpretation of the story and light doesn't do that in this version of the story in the same way um uh and so yeah it is sort of just like whitewashing on its face um but the real main thing i think that people were upset about um uh was just that it was extremely fucking different than the manga and the on and the anime it had it had it had very little to do with the original story um and my hot take is that 2017 death note fucking rules um it's actually a really incredible movie imo um uh like no caveats on that i think like a lot of the things that they do with it are really interesting i think all the time about the scene that they introduce light with like it's at the very beginning of the of of the of the movie and um uh uh light is like mia is getting bullied by some fucking dude and light like runs in to be the hero um uh and and he's like hey hey bully dude you got held back once or twice right like so that would make you technically oh 18 years old which makes if you so if you hit me that's assault on a minor and you could be tried in adult court so unless you want to like face real actual adult persecution, I suggest you back the fuck off. And then the bully punches him in the fucking face because shut the fuck up, kid. Um, and it's like a scene that tells you everything that you need to know about like who Light is. Like it's like he's a character who thinks he's super smart and wants to like use his brains to outthink the world around him. But in fact, um, uh, he like doesn't always have the ability to do that, and he's like a like and in his like day-to-day lived life he's kind of like a pathetic little uh like a like a little worm who like has very little power in the world and wants to have more of it than he actually does and it also acts as a statement of differentiation um uh against the actual text like that's the movie saying like hey this is a different light this light is trying to use his brain to solve the problem and the world isn't always going to roll over for him and act like a chessboard um uh this light is a kind of a little bit of a piece of uh, like a whiny little piece of shit and you are not supposed to look up to him um and he has to like work his way over the course of the movie into like being in a place where we understand what he's doing a little more and we have a little bit more respect for him because there's a little bit of a redemptive arc it's less straightforwardly um uh 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 condemnatory towards him um uh in in the final analysis than the original is towards the original light um uh so uh, the uh, 2017 death note good um Everyone that was a lot of talking go about watch the mother's basement video with the same name and concept i believe you i don't regularly watch mother's basement because i don't really watch anime very often um I don't subscribe to Jeff, but every now and again I go, oh, what's he up to? And I'll scroll through the things I've missed, and if something interests me, I click on it. Sure, yeah. Um, so, uh, do you want to make an OC, maybe? Do you want to just, like, fuck around and make an, make an original character, just for fun, just for the thrill of it? Sure, this is going to be interesting, because we didn't pick a specific one, so I think we're just going to shit around for Death Note for a while. Uh, so... Okay, before we get into that, we haven't talked about the greatest casting of all time in your favorite version of Death Note, and that is Willem oh Dafoe as Ryuk. F- Absolutely. Regardless of quality of that movie, I didn't see it, I can't speak to it. Fucking genius! Oh my god, absolutely, like, one of the ro- one of those roles that's, like, as soon as it gets cast, it's unbelievable that, like, like no one but Hugh Jackman could ever play Wolverine. 
Um, and like, how could you possibly imagine anyone but Willem Dafoe ever again being Ryuk? Like, it's just one of those like instantly, instantly like necessary and iconic roles. I think, um, I uh, think it's funny because there's like a very loud subset of people who hate Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, and it's mostly because he's tall. Oh, really? Yeah, Wolverine's like Wolverine short. He's a short, stocky Canadian. So there's a there's a large there's a not small subset of people who are like fuck fuck you, Hugh Jackman. You should be short. That's funny. I don't, I've never heard of that, but it makes sense to me. Um, uh, I would like uh, to formally state that I am on the Amber camp. Hugh Jackman's fucking perfect, as Wolverine. <laughs> He's fucking perfect. Like digitally, make him shorter or something. Um, <laughs> Yeah, CG remove don't his play, mustache don't put and make him in short. Your movies anymore. <laughs> like Logan happened, you're not allowed to have Hugh Jackman. You're not allowed to have Wolverine in your movies anymore. Um, I'm fucking pissed that they put like alternate universe Professor X in the MCU at this point. Like, like just for like I... a couple scenes, because like we had fucking Logan. You can't. No, stop he's I, dead Don't. i was i was okay with that because it was hyper specifically 90s cartoon charles he came in on the same the literally the started yeah the music played yeah all of that so that that was why i was okay if it, if he rolled up in the same wheelchair from the x movies i'd have been upset yeah so who is Rio? great question here's an important point we haven't mentioned is that death notes the little books that you can write in them, there's more than one of them, by the way, come with an accompanying god of death. Um, uh, there's just like a little guy who runs around with the note, and um, and only the person who touched the note can see them, and they kind of just like get bored up there and sometimes come down to cause trouble. Um, uh, so Shinigamis are an option for us, for, for characters. We could choose like someone who gets the book we could choose a, a a like person who exists in the world and has some kind of a relationship with the world or the book as it is even if they don't like literally possess it like you could have a detective or something or like i don't know we could invent a, a, a cousin for light or fucking something um there's also a super secret academy for super secret super cool so there's uh, the detectives. There is the Kira Investigation Initiative, which is filled with cops and L. There is the uh -huh. School for the Gifted Smart Boys, which has L, Near, and Matt, Matt and Mello. There is mm -hmm. an Everyday Person. There is the Kira Cult, which has oh, what the fuck was his name? I want to say Matsuda is the one who shoots, who's the best fucking character in all of anime. Oh, I love, love Matsuda. But yeah, what the fuck? Don't was... don't spoil the thing with Matsuda. I um, won't. But, but yeah, we but fucking yeah, there love was Matsuda. Fucking greasy man with glasses who was the biggest Kira fan of all time. Uh, and then there's just mm -hmm. people who exist, and those are the wells. If if Death Note was an MMO, when you're picking your character class, when you're picking your race, you would go through all of those and pick. So uh, which one of those? If we make a smart boy from the school of gifted. They have to be smart and socially awkward and have a weird fixation. Mello likes chocolate too much. Near plays with toys. L doesn't sit right and he likes candy. Yeah, me too. Anyway, he's totally heterosexual. Yeah, Matt Matt and Mello are just friends, okay? All that fan art doesn't count. They're just friends, okay? Only friendship. Okay, so we have these groups at play. But let me pitch you on, like, a couple of characters who it would make sense to exist in this world, but who we don't get to see. Um, one, an investigative reporter. It's weird the lack of journalism. Like, I understand it's a police procedural, but in this world where this is happening, we would think that there would be a lot of, like, investigative journalists uh, sticking their noses around trying to figure out what's happening, right? And there's, like, not in the story and so i think that could be a place to go um uh you could go with like the um weird online radicals for or against kira either way there's like a couple of people who we know who have like online relationships to kira in that way through like fandom or not like they mostly like like by the time they enter the series pivot into into other roles and we don't get to see them much in their um uh you know 4chan era a, a con artist who tries to convince people that they are kira 
um, for like one reason or another, clout, money, something. Um, that could be a fun way to go. Okay, I'm gonna say, what if we do the journalist? And surprise, motherfucker! This was a crossover episode. It's our Gilmore Girls OC, all the way back in like fucking episode three. Uh, but not as a joke. I think we've done a lot of. 4chan type things so of those ones totally i agree on this path i am more interested in the con man yeah i also like as soon as i said it i was like that's probably the most rich one here um so i think the first question he... is if you have someone pretending to be kira why doesn't light just off them immediately what what uh how are you using this pawn it's true because light um is a ego fucking maniac and he doesn't want anyone else taking credit for kira um, even if it would be strategically beneficial to him. Uh, because being God is part of it for him. There are some restrictions on what Light can do. Um, uh, he needs need someone's face, face and, and name. name. Mm -hmm. um, and there is a part of the story during which, like, if he has Misa's help, which he probably does if we are in the part where Kira is a worldwide phenomenon... If he has Misa's help, then all he needs is a face. He needs to be able to show her the face, and she will be able to see the name. Uh, no, that's not true. That's the years left. Wait, shit. Am I forgetting how the mechanics of the death no, note no. Work? When when you get when you um, get Shinigami eyes, you see full name and the years left because okay. he because the um. Oh wait, no. Yeah, you, you do get full name, but I was I was misremembered. It's he he tricks Ren into writing down L's because Ren uses the Shinigami eyes on light. Uh, I mean, on L. Yeah. And you have the top 10 anime betrayal face. Okay, so it could be either that this person, like, is is um, is um in some way forwarding the plan, which I think feels more out of character for Light, or that this person is um not revealing their face um, for some reason, um, which would be a strange thing to do. God damn it. My, my first instinct is that it's a Q thing um, where it's online because that makes sense. But no, we've, you're right. We've done a lot of 4chan stuff. We can find another way. Um, we can just do a grifter who just wants money. Like, what's their goal? Money. Fuck Money. You. Give me the yen. So how do you pretend to be God from... Okay, so are they doing like a... Um prosperity gospel grift are they doing like what's that thing called that mobsters do where it's like give me the money and your store won't get hit up um a protection racket a protection racket like i won't kill you if you send me money are they perhaps saying that they are a false apostle of kira and kind of saying i i speak for him it's, i think if you do the i speak for him it's both the it's the like i speak for him and if you fucking earn my favor by giving me money you won't die yeah i think that would be a little bit saying the quiet part out loud like like in this world people do like love kira there is like a cult around kira a lot of people think that that this like mysterious figure raining death upon the criminals of the world is good comma actually um and so it's not hard to hard for me to imagine that if you're running a grift that's a really easy market to tap into by like you don't even have to threaten people's lives you can just say hey um i'm kira um and you should give me all of your money to help me fund my um uh war on crime and and maybe the like the subtext of that is or else um is like and then you'll be protected um yeah because and in fact probably they use the language money. of protection right yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah. and they're probably using language about protection anyway because they're like you know it's they're being tough on crime tm and they're like worried about like security and feeling safe that makes it very easy to not say from me as well i'm trying to think of a joke that doesn't just run into me being like haha fun the police is bad fuck you biden uh but yeah that's the joke that's the joke ha -ha, I would fun make. the police is bad fuck you biden fucking christ let's go brandon as the god i fucking i can't i cannot get over 
fucking thinking, saying, let's go, Brandon is cool. You can just say, fuck you, Joe Biden. I voted for him, and I say it all the time. It's fine. Just say it. Just say it. Just say, fuck him. He sucks. It's true. He's... Nobody likes him. <clears throat> Unlike Kira, who many people love. So we have this grifter. They want money. They are, um, uh, they're using Kira's name to get it. Um, this seems like a very dangerous thing to do to me. I expect that not a ton of people are doing it because they are worried that they will die. Um, and this person probably doesn't know what the mechanics are that will allow them to stay alive. Like, like, we could say that they, like, have some information somehow about how exactly Kira is doing it, and they've figured out that Kira needs a face in order to kill. Um, uh, but I kind of think it's, like, more interesting if they haven't figured out, and they're just, like, betting that they'll be safe. Um, and I'm like, what would drive a person to do that? Is it skepticism that Kira is real? Is this a person who thinks it's all fake? Is this um, just kind of like a, a, a blind faith and willingness that they'll be fine no matter what? Um... Uh, like, they just, like, are young and believe they can't die. Um, uh, is it that they are going to die already anyway? Um, and and they're, like, using it to raise money for their family or whatever. You know, that old chestnut. Um, yeah, I think I would prefer it if, because Death Note is full of scheming brain machinations. Look at my big thought process. I think it's fun if you have a stupid person. <laughs> I, I like Misa because she's dumb. Like, not everyone's a fucking super genius. There are dumb people. I I like the idea. It's just this fucking greasy American who sees what's going on over Japan, and he's like, "I can use this to make some motherfucking money." <laughs> Good luck killing me all the way over there. You live over there, and I'm here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and I think you do a thing where, like, that's. That's his motivation. That's what he's been saying. Like, haha, you're all the way over there. Oh, fuck. I, lo I had a thought and I lost it. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, they're saying that, but in, like, the Twilight Hour, their, like, big character moment, the thing they've kind of been saying to themselves is, like, yeah, I don't believe... Game rec... I'm a grifter. Game recognized game. This whole Kira thing, it's a grift. And then they found out, no, it wasn't. This megalomaniacal teenager is gonna fucking kill you. And he's like, ah, shit. I got got. The ultimate grift, baby. Death. <laughs> okay, so... How are they doing it? Is it through, like, television? Is it through... Like, I'm kind of drawn towards, like... Evangelical-style... Like, telephone... Campaigns. Um, like, on the... Like, on the... On the, on the TV... Oh yeah, they're um, just they're doing a oh, what the fuck is it called when you do a a money bomb? The thing they do at the end of the Muppets movie with Jason Siegel. Yeah, like a like a phone drive. Fucking Mary and Sue Baker just talking about, <laughs> talking about anime. <laughs> what if they sell survival food buckets on the side? They're also like. And once we rid the world of sin, you'll need food. <laughs> And stirring the horrible pot of fucking absolutely yes no question they have a bunch of like dumbass bullshit that they're selling um they're like making shit up about the kira lore um <laughs> to forward their own ends <laughs> i love the idea of just some fucking ignorant america making up bullshit lore and little did you know that Kira also loves a bountiful harvest, and that is why you should buy my licensed Kira potato. <laughs> Here's the thing: wouldn't that threaten legal repercussions? Is is a question? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't wouldn't you then have like, if you're running that grift, how do you avoid legal trouble from cops being like, "Hey, you just confessed to killing like a shit ton of people." Would America, mm, because Kira, like, it's all the killings, like, localized in Japan for a while, right? Could an American cop arrest you if you're, like, and then also what's to stop you from, like, to the cop being like, look, man, I'm lying. It's true. So probably then what you have is you have this character with, like, 
a really weird relationship to the cops where like they probably keep some cops on them um uh like close to them and they like tell the cops like no hey this is a grift um uh probably we can like give you some money for the grift um uh technically the thing that we are doing here is not illegal but here's some hush money and then they can do like a big uh, showing of the arrest, and it's like Kira been arrested, but found not guilty because even the cops recognize the righteous of God. Yeah, fucking, yeah, 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 exactly. Fucking, which fucking is like light just ripping his teeth out. <laughs> He's so fucking pissed. That's how I like, what I like about this character is the idea of like light just foaming at the mouth, <laughs> just so mad. You like okay, so you have like you you have like you have like this this character who like probably has immense television charisma, but like can't go front in front of it with their actual face. Um and so my first instinct is to go the Tammy Faye route and just like uh uh like do a puppet show. But that kind of hues too close to IRL history. And then my second thought um, is, okay, so they're a VTuber, and then I discard that because it's fucking stupid. Um. No, you just, they're just a masked YouTuber, you know? They're, uh, one of the, one of those, that streamer who plays Minecraft, he's always in a fucking face thing. He's got one of those. Yeah, but on, but on traditional TV, because they're a grifter, and they're trying to get, um, like, moms and dads, you know? Yeah. He's in Grandmas a suit. and grandpas. He's in a suit and tie, and he's yelling about fucking... I don't know, it depends on your grift, what you're yelling about, really. Uh, yeah, he's yelling about Jesus. Jesus in the wrath of God. He's, uh... And that actually makes a lot of sense for, like, like why that character would wear a mask to those events. Would wear, like, like maybe do the, like, like, like cloth bodysuit head over the, uh, or under the suit. Um... Uh, is there like it's it's theatrical? They're being like, I can't let the world know who I am, but it's me, Kira. He's like, um, he's uh, like, you saw the end of Indiana Jones. If anyone looks upon my face, they'll die. I'm God. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's, also, that's just like a made, a made up bit of lore. I also like the idea that he's like, do you know Kira translates to God? And a bunch of Americans are like, <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm still just not over. Yeah, that's funny. I'm still just not over. Light just so fucking mad, just sitting in his room, <laughs> like he's punching drywall. <laughs> like it's like, oh, you appropriate me, I'll appropriate you. You fucking Americans, he just punches the drywall. <laughs> There's like a whole subplot that happens. It's about light, like tracking this this fucking guy down off screen. Like it, like so it happens right between books two and three. Don't worry about it. Um. Don't oh. don't quote me on those numbers. I picked two random numbers. Don't 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 quote me on that. Um, I was gonna say like the punching the drywall becomes a subplot where it's like the time where a light L's got the he's got the cameras in Light's room and so Light has to come up with the reason why he punched drywall. That wasn't I'm mad <laughs> that someone's pretending to be me. <laughs> okay, so this guy and I do think it's a guy. Um. Uh. So like wearing like a like a bodysuit with a mask underneath a like a like three piece suit, but it's got to be a little bit more Liberace than that. IMO, uh, like like it's got to be a little bit more ostentatious because they're doing a performance. Like what else do we add to that look? Uh, what about a a golden wreath wreath crown? How do you feel about that? I feel great about a golden wreath crown. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That's a great design. Um, what color is the is the bodysuit? Um, if we've got gold, I kind of want it to be white. Yeah, yeah, that flows. That flows. And then, like, do, like, a white and gold suit. Yeah. Just have, like, a really coherent color scheme for it. And then it's, like, a little bit anime bullshit of... Uh, but it like makes sense for it to happen in this world. Remember the Met Gala where it was like Catholicism. You remember what Chad McBoseman was in? Uh, one Google search later. Yeah, I think that. I think it looks a lot like that. Sure. 
but like with the but with the face and the crown. Yeah. No, the face is Chadwick. <laughs> we just insert Chadwick into death. <laughs> I don't know where this fits in. I think Ryuk loves this guy. <laughs> I think Ryuk like becomes a little upset. Absolutely. He didn't follow. Ryuk's upset he didn't follow this motherfucker and he has to stick with this brainiac. Okay. Follow up though. I I I I think every other Shinigami we meet fucking hates this guy. <laughs> um it's a running joke. Like anytime we go back to the Shinigami realm and anybody sees anything, they make some comment about how much this guy fucking sucks. But Ryuk fucking loves him. <laughs> yeah, Rin is just like, oh, he's such a, oh, he's so pompous. What an asshole. And Ryuk is just fan. Ryuk's like doodling his, his picture in his set. Humans though. are very interesting. <laughs> Name-wise, all of the American characters in Death Note, um, they, like, go out of their way. And, like, all actually, all of the characters who get their names written in the Death Note, um, the story goes out of their way to make them, like, completely ridiculous fake names such that no one in the world will actually have them. Like, what we kind of want for this character, for name-wise, is not truck. to pick a real name, but to pick some, like, sounds that, like, sound like they would be a name if you, if you, uh, if you, if you didn't understand English. Like, if you, like, if you named him, like, like, Chadwick Bozeman, for example. It's just, like, a random collection of syllables that sound American. Okay, here's the thing you want. Have you ever seen that Pro ZD video where he does, um, <laughs> Japanese baseball game automates American names? Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly what we want. That's the energy that we want. <laughs> Mike Truck. That one always gets me. Dequarius Jackson. <laughs> okay, I really like Aquarius Jackson. Um, I think I think Aquarius is a little bit too complicated. I do like. I like the idea of Jackson as a last name, but like, but like making it a little bit wrong. Um, like we make it like Jackson or Jackson or how they um, would spell it in Star Wars. Can we actually do Jackson as the last name? C-H-A-C-K-S-O-N. <laughs> yeah, but they still just say Jackson and no one calls attention to it. <laughs> what about a first name? What's like a good American sounding first name that like isn't quite a real first name? Truck isn't bad. <laughs> Truck Jackson. <laughs> what's the fucking uh? What's that? What's that folklore of the guy? He's really tall and he's a lumberjack and he's got the giant bull. Paul Bunyan. <laughs> Bunyan Jackson. Bunt Revoking Jackson. Your 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 Midwestern cred. <laughs> Bunt Jackson. Fucking Paul Bunyan. <laughs> Does Paul Bunyan even do anything other than, like, just chop a bunch of trees? I don't... I just remember he was big and he's got a big blue ox. Like, what the... Like, Johnny Appleseed, he plants apple trees across the United States. What the fuck did you do, Paul Bunyan? Other than make flapjacks and fucking dive drive-ins in the middle of the Midwest. It's just kind of like a, 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 a generic, like, folk hero who does fantastical things... He like ha he's like super big and he has super strength and people just like tell folk stories about um uh uh th that that time that Paul Paul Bunyan caught a fish that was this big you know American myths are fucking stupid like <laughs> yeah Buntithesis the character originated Jackson. in the oral tradition of North American loggers and was later popularized by freelance writer William B Loghead in a 1916 promotional pamphlet for the Red River Lumber Company. He's been the source of various literary compositions, musical pieces, commercial works, and theatrical productions. His likeness is displayed in several oversized statues across America. We're learning about Paul Bunyan on our Death Note episode. Who would have expected that? You're welcome to our Minnesotan fan. <laughs> Do you know in Minnesota it's not called Speedway, it's called Super America? I, I guess I didn't. Now you do. And now I do. We've all learned something today. Do we feel ready to? Uh, shit! What? What? Shit! What did we name him? Something Jackson? What was his first name? B Bunt. Bunt is this? Bunt. 
It's called a bunt, not weed cigarette. And yes, they do smoke bunts. Bunt Jacksons. Um, um, yeah, so uh, do we want to come up with a fun fact a piece about Bunt Jackson? Fucking Bunt Jackson. This is the best. This is stupid. I love Bunt Jackson. I love this guy. I think this is a great episode. Oh no God. notes. Oh fuck! Uh, yeah, uh, I'm. I'm just for a second. I want to talk about Death Note abridged, which had a great conceit, which is the Death Note yeah. couldn't kill people; it could just kill other anime characters. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite bit is they they popped super hard that first episode where Ryuk's like, "This is madness," and Light's like, "Madness? You want to talk about fucking madness?" <laughs> and he goes on this big rant. He just says it. He goes, "And you?" You're fucking ugly. <laughs> Just cuts to credits. Oh, fucking Christ. Oh, a bridge series were great when I was in high school. <laughs> Someday we'll do a series of episodes on those, I imagine. And I oh. will just sort of nod along, not knowing what you're talking about. I think Bunt Jackson goes <laughs> to the beach. Um, <laughs> I think Bunt Jackson... Goes to the beach regularly. He regularly gets interrupted by like his people when he's at the beach trying to relax. Like that's the place he goes to. But whenever he goes to the beach, he's in the fucking suit. Um, <laughs> he wears the full wardrobe out. Just like he's like out, and it looks like he's sunbathing, but he's like covered head to toe. It's definitely way too hot in there. <laughs> Punt Jackson, I fucking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh god. Say it say it Evan. Say bunt Jackson oh. for me. <laughs> bunt Jackson. You did it. I'm so proud of you. I think I think Bunt Jackson like like pretends he comes from a long lineage of like Colonel Sanders looking motherfuckers. <laughs> like, uh, like at the halfway of his existence through the story, he's just like, how much like dumb shit can I say is Kira and he's just like my father was Colonel KFC <laughs> and he just cut to light fucking ripping his hair out like no stop it I'm God <laughs> but Jen's just like today's decree of the new laws set by your lord Kira is that every man will marry a hippopotamus <laughs> <laughs> Bun Jackson just goes mad with power. Like he he buys into the grift and he's just making shit up because people go along with it. Oh, this is incredible. <laughs> no notes. Oh, what a fucking character we made today, motherfucking Bun Jackson. <laughs> It's it's the same fucking thing over. We're not coming up with new jokes. We're just saying bunch Jackson over and over, and we keep laughing at it. And you know what? We're fucking right. Yeah, listeners, submit your jokes, but you'll you'll say bunch Jackson out loud and just start giggling. <laughs> oh, roll, roll, uh, fucking outro. Fucking <laughs> I <can't>... outro. <laughs> Bunch Jackson themed outro. <laughs> this has been original podcast. Do not steal. My name has been Amber Autumn. She her. Uh, my name's been Prince Devin. He him. Everybody. Uh, and our theme music is by uh, Kyle Alicia, whose work you can find at therealragnarok.bandcamp.com. Uh, thank you for coming. This has been original podcast. Do not steal. Join us next week. Um, if you still want to join us next week after Bunt Jackson um, for an episode in which Devin tries to get us to talk about professional wrestling, but instead we talk about... Okay, so Amber, I'm leaving you a little bit of free space to edit in like a sound, an effect to let people know that this is an edit. You know, it can be royalty-free. Last time I did a JoJo thing. You can just do whatever. But I'm trusting you to put in that noise for me. Thank you. Thank you, darling. You're a gem. You're a star. You're beautiful. Mwah, mwah. So now that we got that out of the way and you've edited in the noise, I can get to the message.
So hey everybody, it's me. In the present future past when you actually listen to this episode. I hate the concept of time. Anyways, we aren't going to be covering Earthsea next week because it's actually our Halloween spooktacular. And uh, we recorded a bunch of Halloween episodes that are going to skip the queue line. So next week you'll actually be getting Monster Prom followed by a bunch of Halloween ones. At the end of that, we will jump back to the queue line, so you won't be getting the Earthsea episode for about a month. Happy that's out of the way. Again, Amber, I'm going to leave you a little bit of time here to edit in a noise so they know it's an edit. Mwah. Thank you. Thank you, honey. You're wonderful. Earthsea. We're doing an Earthsea episode. Oh, we're doing Earthsea! Oh! Uh. Way oh, to class re- the joint up, Devin. Have you have you read those? I have not actually read Earthsea. Um, uh, uh, who knows? Maybe I'll fucking speed run one of them before. Uh, yeah, they're before not, our next recording session. They're not particularly long, but just like yeah. Bunt Jackson will do anything he can to make that sweet sweet cash, I will do everything with it. fucking Bunt Jackson. Fuck it, nothing. I've topped. I've peaked as a comedian. <laughs> Bunt Jackson. If you giggled, send me money on Cash App. <laughs> um, uh, cool. Is there? Do we have anything else that we can add to this episode that's going to make it better? Any other way of improving this fucking masterpiece? <laughs> Listen, sometimes, sometimes like one of the Beatles, he woke up with that one song just in his soul. And sometimes you just wake up with Bunt Jackson and you're like, I can't, I can't make this better. I had the biggest breakup of my life a week and a half before recording this episode right now. I'm not even sad anymore. I have Bunt Jackson to get me through it. (laughs) It's like, why do I need a relationship when I have this stupid fucking bit about a man named Bunt Jackson? (laughs) It's like when you tweeted out, I I don't need a relationship, I have PBS Idea Channel, but Bunt Jackson will never not be with you. <laughs> it's true. No matter whether I want him to or not, Bunt Jackson is here forever, <laughs> regardless of how I feel about it. Uh, we, we haven't asked that you make fan art in forever, but please, someone, <laughs> draw a picture of Bunt Jackson. I can't imagine someone typing Death Note into the podcast app and they get to us just be like, <laughs> Bunt Jackson. <laughs> Bunt Jackson with a C-H. <laughs> Bunt Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay, stupid episode. Bye. <laughs> Bye.